On this episode of Documento, I'm speaking with Nabil Aziz. Nabil, thank you for coming on. Hey, thank you, Alejandro. It's uh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Let's talk about copywriting. Can you explain to us the art of persuasive writing? Yeah, copywriting is uh, using your words to persuade somebody, ostensibly the reader, to take a desired action. More generally, it's or more specifically, it's used to get people to buy product. Uh, but generally, you can use it for any sort of action, whether that's asking somebody out on a date or getting a coworker at work to do something for you or getting your boss to approve your vacation time. It's all copy. Okay, so we're surrounded by copywriting in our world. It's not just text in a digital format. You're, you're saying that in our lives in general, we're experiencing this persuasive communication. Is that correct? Yes, and it's not just in the written word. It's, uh, it's in, in interpersonal interaction as well. When I'm talking face-to-face -face or when I'm talking to you on this recording, for example, I'm trying to persuade you to my point of view. You're trying to maybe rebut my ideas and persuade me to your point of view. More broadly, it's, I guess, the, the idea or the field of, of, of rhetoric and persuasion in general. If people are interested in copywriting, they can contact you or they can start looking at the kind of opportunities out there for business. But even if they don't want to get into copywriting, they could just learn about the art of persuasive writing and that could benefit them in many ways. Yes, they can. Um, and then the art of persuasive writing is more generally the art of persuasion in general. And, you know, people like Scott Adams talk about this a lot. And I believe he's got this sort of curriculum on his website or his blog where it's the like the persuasion curriculum so it's the idea of persuasion we use it in copy we use it in sales we use it in our professional lives in our personal lives what is direct response copywriting could you explain that concept to the listeners yeah so direct response is really it means what exactly what it says is your expecting an immediate action from the reader and the opposite of that is delayed response and to give you an idea of how that plays out is advertising uh, so the ads that you see on tv on billboards on you know on radio those are more de delayed response you're relying on the persistence of the advertising and the repetitive nature or the repeated exposure to the advertising to at some point down the line get the desired action from the audience whereas this direct response is more immediate uh, i want you to take action as soon as you're done reading my ad so those are the two different ways of looking at at copy another way to look at it would be um, branding versus uh, direct marketing. Gotcha. So what are the business opportunities for people that are interested in direct or delayed response marketing in terms of copywriting? There's quite a lot, actually. I mean, these days, anybody with a laptop and an internet connection can call themselves a copywriter if they have any skill or faculty with words in general. So there's a number of different ways you could 
you know, get into the copywriting industry. One, you could just be a, you could be a freelance copywriter. Um, and then obviously there are a number of different branches of copywriting that you can go into. You could go into content writing or article writing. You could go into writing long form sales letters. You could go into writing email copy. You could go into writing advertising for digital media so let's say for example you could specialize in in copy for google adwords or google ads and on the other end of it you could go into an agency and be an in-house copywriter and that agency could be it could be a digital marketing agency it could be a direct response agency it could be a traditional advertising agency and then again it's split up into whether you're writing direct response or whether you're writing delayed response or in this case advertising. So advertising copy is a little bit different in the sense that it's more about, it's more about creating feelings and emotions in the audience as opposed to getting some sort of, you know, immediate action. So advertising copy tends to be stuff like taglines, um, like Apple's think different or, McDonald's, I'm loving it. I mean, that's kind of the stuff that uh, advertising copywriters tend to write. All right. So jumping off that, many listeners know that I'm doing an immersion study in sales and persuasion. And one point that I make is the value of writing well all your life. You can have plenty of opportunities online to help companies with their blogs, their websites, their email, sales letters. It's a skill that's going to benefit you in many ways and the longer throughout their life. So it, there's a lot of value in learning to write persuasively. Yes, yes, that's true. And you'd be surprised at how many people are bad at communicating in writing. It's sort of, I guess you could say school sort of, sort of drills into a particular style of writing that isn't really conducive to to understanding to entertainment to actually getting people to read what you write and even if you are not interested in copywriting you can learn to write well and your writing will become more persuasive as a result so being able to communicate your ideas clearly in in a concise way all of these things relate to you being more persuasive or more expressive or more communicative when you're writing. I'm glad you brought that up because in school, we did learn to write in a certain structure and a lot of formality as well. But I've noticed a lot of copywriters kind of use a conversational tone, very down to earth and simple language. How correct would you say that is? Or is that just dependent on the market and the individual? You're absolutely correct. And what you're trying to do is you don't want the complexity of your language to be a barrier to the sale. So when we're writing to consumers or when we're writing copy to consumers, what we're trying to do is actually we're trying to make the language as simple as possible, so much so that a child could understand it. Now, it really depends on the market. If the market is very sophisticated, if the market is highly educated, then you can get away with a more complex uh, way of communicating. So you can use um, um, a sort of a higher brow vocabulary. 
but in general you're trying to keep things as simple as possible because ultimately the purpose of copy is to make a sale and it's really not about it's really not about demonstrating how skilled you are with words as opposed to getting some sort of action out of the reader yeah that's really interesting to build because i noticed when i was first starting out in, in my you know my refinement of writing i would write a certain way for an ebook and write very differently for say a text message or an email and you notice the responses from people when you kind of adjust your writing behavior to the format and in the circumstance you know it it is refreshing for people to talk to someone in a conversational tone, down to earth, not robotic. But at the same time, there are times where you need to be professional and, and competent and establish authority. Yeah, and, and writing professionally and writing conversationally are not mutually exclusive. Hmm. You can write uh, informally in simple language and still be professional. If you read many of the old school copywriters their their uh, their verbiage and their syntax is very is very it sounds almost straight laced however it is very conversational and persuasive at the same time listeners that are interested in copywriting should probably look up names like Gary Halber Dan Kennedy all the classics right to get an idea of what worked in the past and how copywriting actually works in practice. Yeah, and if they're looking for a simple resource, they could go to swiped.co, S-W-I-P-E-D.co, and they can do a search for old sales letters, old advertisements, and you can see how, how you can see exactly what I explained in practice, where it's almost like, a, like an olden days kind of English that people don't talk that way anymore. However, it is still very conversational. It's very easy reading. It's not complex. And you can, you can see that they're writing to persuade. Hmm. That's a great practical tip. So Nabil, to close the interview, uh, can you give listeners an idea of what you actually work in in terms of copy and maybe any projects you're currently involved in? Yeah, we're, we're quite versatile. I co-own an agency with my brother, who's also my business partner. It's called Dropkick Copy, dropkickcopy.com. Primarily, we're an email marketing agency for uh, businesses in the B2B space. However, we also do things like content marketing and uh, long-form copywriting for our clients. We also do things like turning... Uh, like launching podcasts for our clients as well. So we, our skill set is more in the direct response copy and content marketing side. Awesome. Nabil, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a great interview. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. All right. I'll talk to you soon.